All right, guys, welcome to the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast. I'm sitting here with Nick, Lauren, who is an outpatient nurse practitioner, and Amy, who is a PA who works in a hospital setting. And today we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and what basically... What can we do to help prevent the spread of it? And what can we do in this time of like, you know, kind of being in a, in a close to quarantine setting, uh, how to not spread it, how to not get it and what we can do, uh, to stay healthy and keep working out in this time. So I want to start off guys by talking about the symptoms of COVID-19 because I know there's a lot of information out there and, um, just kind of want to get a clear idea of like, what are the symptoms? Yeah. So the symptoms can vary anywhere from just uh, normal cold symptoms um, all the way up to, you know, being really sick with like a pneumonia like illness. I think the CDC, you know, the top three in terms of descending symptoms is fever, cough and shortness of breath. Um, So you will see um, like the runny nose, sore throats, um, that type of thing. But it is a much um, rarer occurrence. I'm not exactly sure if that's because the majority of the data they're mining is from people who present the sickest. Um, So that's just a little caveat to keep in mind. So if if I'm looking for more information on on this besides this podcast, like what is the best source for me to go to? Because right now I feel like you could go to any place on the Internet and you would find information on this. Like where's where's going to be like the most accurate and reliable information on this kind of stuff? The CDC website. Yeah. So the main website will have a lot of uh, contact information. If you have more questions, you can call and talk to somebody about it. And also just calling your PCP's office to get more information if you're having symptoms about what to do. Okay. And should I maybe try to limit as much news as possible in this time? Like maybe just be, I watch enough just to be aware of what's going on, but should I maybe chill out on watching like 24 seven? Like how fast is this changing and how often should I be looking at news right now? Hmm. I think it's all about your comfort level, but I would say stick to one news source um, that's reputable. Um, certainly, the CDC is going to be updating things as fast as they can, although I'm sure they're um, gathering data from all 50 states at this point in time. So they're probably synthesizing it, you know, not in a live fashion, but um, certainly daily there will be updates. Um and I would say for peace of mind and stress reduction that it shouldn't be your your biggest concern throughout the day. Um, but personally, I check like twice a day. Like I look at the John Hopkins global cases map twice a day and I limit it to that because um, anything else is just going to interrupt my day more than necessary. Of course. And so what should I do if I have any of the symptoms that you talked about previously? Because right now I know like I was sick like three weeks ago from like a cold and, and, and my fiance had a cold and it feels like this is a normal time to have flu or cold light symptoms. What should I do in like right now if I have any of those symptoms? So first stay home. Don't go to work. Don't you know, go to the gym and infect other people. Um, and then call your primary care doctor's office and they can instruct you what to do if you need to be tested and where to go for the testing. Um, a lot of the offices have their own testing location set up, so you don't even have to go into their office. Um, and, uh, you know, general precautions about trying to prevent spread, you know, whether it is coronavirus or whether it's just the flu or whether it's just a cold, um, that still means, you know, good hand washing and not coughing and sneezing on other people. Um, 
Yeah, and I'm sure Amy will be happy to hear you should not just go to the emergency room um, out of fear that you have it. Um, I think a big a big impact is going to be on our healthcare system um, and they're not going to be able to uh, take care of the worried well. Um, you know, we have to be concerned about severe cases of COVID, but we also have to be concerned about heart attacks and strokes and appendicitis and normal health emergencies that are going to happen that people are going to need emergency care for. Um, and we have to make sure that those people also need access. Yeah. And if you don't have a primary care doctor, then call the main CDC and they can direct you as well if they think that you need to be tested for it. All right. Awesome. And so we are a fitness and health podcast. So I do want to talk about um, working out because I know that working out is can be an immune suppressor. Right. Um, should I still be working out? Should I change anything about my workout routine when I come into the gym or is pretty much everything as usual? Yeah. If you're not having any symptoms, it's, it's good for you to keep working out. You should be, it's, you know, good for your body. Um, you just need to be extra cautious when you're here at the gym. Um, so wiping down all your equipment, washing your hands frequently, um, you know, trying to keep a reasonable distance from other people. Um, you know, hopefully to prevent any potential spread of, of the virus, whether it's coronavirus or again, other illnesses like the flu. Yeah. And just the, the everybody's talking about it, but, uh, coughing into your elbow or coughing into a tissue and just making sure that you are, uh, washing your hands as regularly as possible. We are using shared equipment. And don't touch your face. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a hard thing. I like when <laughs> yeah. something like this happens, I yeah. realize like, oh my God, like I touch my face all the time. Cause in, in boot camp, when you're in the military, like if you touch your face, you're in trouble. And I touch my face constantly, apparently. So <laughs> that's actually a really hard thing. I feel you if you're out there and you uh, are an avid face toucher. But, um, so this does kind of sound like just a typical illness that we would get. So what can we do in our normal lives outside of just COVID-19 to prevent getting sick? Like besides working out, is there like certain, certain dietary things we can do or just like general habits that we can do to prevent us from getting sick year round, regardless of COVID-19 or, or the flu or whatever? I mean, that comes back to just, you know, eating a healthy diet. And again, like we were just talking about, um, you know, trying to wash your hands frequently and, wipe down equipment and keep a reasonable distance from other people that are sick, coughing into your elbow, that type of thing. Um, I also think that hydrating really well and making sure you're getting that like 64 ounces of water is even more important just so you can keep all of your mucous membranes working at top, top notch. Um, I had a patient the other day tell me they started tripling up on their vitamin C it's really not going to be helpful. Um, you know, so if you're someone who cannot get a healthy, nutritious diet, maybe adding like a multivitamin to your day would be fine. Um, you know, personally I've, I've been under the weather as well and I've had a little bit of a cold and I've been just doing emergency because I haven't been feeling like eating as much. So, um, just making sure you're getting those vitamins and nutrients in other ways. If you're feeling like your diet isn't, um, top notch at the moment. Also making sure you're sleeping enough at night. So eight hours of sleep is going to help your, your immune system a lot. Um, I want people to know that we, we have a plan in place on, on how we're addressing this issue as well. Um, I'm a firm believer and, you know, you know, working out is probably gonna be one of the best things for you. Um, and, and, you know, not letting it affect your, your, your life beyond what, you know, is, is helpful for the rest of the community. 
Um, we, we employed a three phase plan on kind of how we're going to attack this, um, from a gym community. Um, we've kind of are in phase one right now and that's just, you know, step up cleaning efforts. You know, we, we always try to make sure the gym's clean, but you know, going above and beyond and asking members to go above and beyond as well. Just making sure, you know, you're washing hands and, and you are wiping down your, your equipment. Um, you know, our cleaning staff is doing a great job in making sure that they're trying to keep it as safe as possible for everybody. Um, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, the next phase we're going to enter into phase two, um, we're going to be implementing a at home workout series. Um, so you're going to be seeing that come out on Monday where maybe you don't feel like coming into the gym that day. Maybe you're kind of having a few symptoms like, uh, you just don't want to take the risk of being in there. You're going to have workouts that are available for you at home. Um, that will be, um, body weight stuff where you can still get a good high intensity workout, but you don't need any equipment. Um, that's, that's what we want to start off, you know, so again, to provide you some value in a, in a, this, this weird time. Um, and then, uh, the third phase of our plan, this is a little bit more in depth and this is, we want to let you know, it's like, you know, we might not even have to implement this plan and hopefully we don't. Um, but we're, we're ready in case, you know, we are quarantined and have to stay at home. You know, the gym has to shut down. Um, I don't want that to happen, but it, it may, uh, eventually come to that point with the way some, some things are tracking. Um, and we have a way of, of helping you guys when you're at home or whether it's, um, we have a, a eight week nutrition challenge, which if you just heard, um, Lauren and Amy talking about, uh, the value of a nutrition program, um, or how nutrition can help you with your, you know, keeping you healthy and helping um, your immune system. Um, it's a great time to get that in check. It also is going to involve some overall wellness goals and, uh, in regards to like Amy said, sleep, um, how much water you're taking in, um, all that kind of, uh, tracking as well. Um, along with that, uh, is, you know, getting some live workouts where you'd be able to check in online. Um, you'll be able to see, uh, interaction or you still have interaction with your coach through, uh, seminars and webinars. Um, so it, we're not going to leave you guys hanging. We're going to make sure that again, um, we are still getting some fitness in, even if it, it did come down to a situation where we're stuck at home. So, and while I have you guys here, I do want to ask like a couple more questions. Um, and this can be more of a general thing. Um, but firstly, if I'm feeling super anxious about this whole thing, especially if we do get into a point where I'm stuck in my home, I can't go to work and I, and I, I have like a lot of time to think about it. What's the best thing I can do to, to try to ease my mind on, on this whole situation that is pretty scary? Um, I think it's important to just stay connected with, with people you love, family, friends, maybe it's not in person, but maybe it's through, uh, live telephone calls or text messaging, um, emailing. I wouldn't, um, indulge in the plethora of media coverage that this is getting. If you're feeling like it doesn't bring you peace, um, and then just like general stress reduction tactics like meditation, mindfulness, maybe you get a Calm or Headspace app or something like that to just kind of help you um, channel the, the the physical things that are happening in your body that might be um, contributing to your anxiety. Um, so things like lowering your heart rate and lowering your blood pressure, all that stuff can, can decrease your anxiety as well. And if you have, you know, some medical questions, you're worried about 
your health. And if you should be going to the hospital, you can always call your primary care doctor's office and talk to somebody like Lauren for some reassurance. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. So I feel like if, if you are healthy, like even working out, I know for me, like definitely helps with my anxiety. Like if I, if I work it out and almost like it alleviates itself. Um, if in the case that I do get sick in general, I'm, I'm hoping that and no one listened to this. I'm hoping that COVID-19 stays far away from everybody. But uh, if in general, when I'm sick, when should I be working out and when should I not be working out? If I have like a cold or a flu, um, is there is there certain symptoms that are kind of like, hey, this is probably when you shouldn't be working out uh, and some symptoms that you maybe could do like light workouts with? Yeah. So I think first and foremost, listen to your body. Um, general rule of thumb is like neck up. Like if you have runny nose, if you have sinus congestion, um, a mild sore throat, those are all perfectly good times to do a lighter intensity workout, um, just to get things moving, open up airways. Um, generally if you've got really severe coughing, shortness of breath, or you're, um, coughing up a lot of sputum or phlegm, um, or certainly any like, um, belly stuff, stomach pain, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, those are stay home, recover. Don't try and push it. Yeah. I'd also say with a fever, you know, wait at least 24 to 48 hours after having a fever until you feel like you're you're ready to work out again. And again, even if you have mild symptoms of a cold, so a little bit of a sore throat, a little bit of a runny nose, um, those could potentially be symptoms of COVID-19. So don't come to the gym at this point. Right. Is there anything that we can take away from this whole experience. Like I feel like when something like this happens and we start like actually washing our hands more and we're actually like cleaning up equipment at the gym more often, is there something that we can learn from this whole experience that we can take on when life kind of goes back to normal to like live like a little bit of a healthier life? Is there any like actions that you're, or advice that you could kind of take going forward? We'll definitely keep washing your hands because there's more viruses than COVID-19. You know, the flu is around every year and, um, you know, right now it's still going on. It's still, we're still seeing a ton of the flu. So, um, yeah, definitely keep still washing your hands, you know, eating healthy, sleeping well, working out, all those things are going to help you prevent you from getting other viruses or other bacterial infections. I also think just to, um, you know, I think a lot of people have had to sacrifice a lot, even just in the past few days and kind of knowing that we're all in this together. Like this is a world pandemic. Um, you know, if you look at the map of cases, it's everywhere except Antarctica. Um, so kind of knowing that you can take yourself a little bit less seriously. I mean, I feel like it's something I'm taking on with this. Like, it's okay if you don't go to that birthday party, you know, it's okay if you have to cancel something or not go like there, there are more important things in the world. Um, we're doing all of these measures to protect the, um, the weakest and most vulnerable in our communities. Um, so, you know, if any of us in this room get COVID-19, we will be fine. Um, but maybe our grandparents or our friend who's undergoing chemotherapy or a sister who's immunocompromised or on drugs that lower her immune system, their lives will be significantly different and their risk will be higher. So um, just keeping in mind that it's not all about you and that going forward, hopefully we can have more compassion for our communities. What is, what is one thing you want people to take away from this podcast? If they've listened to this up to like 18 minutes and they, they're still listening, they, what's one thing from each of you that you want them to take away from, from this podcast? 
Besides, don't touch your face and wash your hands. <laughs> um, don't panic. Um, you know, most people's symptoms are going to be fairly mild. So cold-like symptoms and you can stay home and manage it at home. Um, yeah. And just, I think knowing, knowing your risk factors, um, you know, if you're sick or you think you're sick, don't be scared to monitor yourself at home. Don't feel like you need the, um, the emergency room. You don't feel like you need to be tested right away. Um, a lot of that worry and anxiety can actually flood things. Um, you know, we're, we were talking earlier about shortages of personal protective equipment in our healthcare systems at this point. So, um, trying not to feel selfish in this. Um, and I just kind of want people to know, like the people who are at higher risk of having severe illness from COVID-19, if they do get it, are people who are over the age of 65, people with chronic health conditions. So that would be people with um, heart disease, diabetes, kidney disease, um, and those who are immunocompromised from either chemotherapy or drugs that they take on a regular basis. So um, assess your risk, know your risk. And if you're sick, do the right thing and um, stay home and monitor yourself for worsening symptoms, which would be the higher fevers, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, wheezing, that type of thing. Awesome. And just kind of like a personal question. What, if we do get quarantined, what is one thing that you might be doing at home that, that to kill the time? Like what's like the one thing that you might be excited to do if you were forced to stay in your house for 24 hours at a time? Is there anything that you might not normally do? Like, are you secret like puzzler? <laughs> I don't know. Just like the I classic. mean, I'm a huge puzzler <laughs> yeah, and I it? would probably do that, <laughs> I but I also it. have a toddler at home, so it would not go well. I would probably doing like the same 50 puzzle puzzle a thousand times. Um, I just finished the Harry Potter series, so I don't really know what to do with my life from here. So it would be um, probably just Netflix. That's funny you say that. I just finished the Harry Potter series for like the 10th time. <laughs> so so uh, I would definitely read, but I'm currently looking for new books to read. So I guess I better stock up before I get quarantined. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and uh, giving me your time and, and letting us know this uh, really important information. And to everyone out there, uh, like Nick said, that we, we got your back. You know, even if in the case we do close, we got a ton of information coming out uh, for you guys very soon. So for everyone listening, stay safe and we'll see you at the gym.